what are you doing later? <laughs> Lex, Ty, and I are both two beers in. So, uh, just so you know, I was not one. prepared for drinks. It's it's one of those Thursday nights. Yep. Well, hold on. Let me run upstairs so I can grab something. Absolutely. Quickly now, quickly. Make haste. Oh, this is fun because we can hear everything. Yes. <laughs> so, well, my I'm wearing headphones, so. I don't know if you've noticed, like, when you talk to people who wear headphones, their microphone picks up everything around them. Correct. Mm. And so you can probably hear everything I'm doing. Yeah. Kyle, I feel like this should be a thing where we send, like, people on a scavenger hunt in their home just so we can pick up all the odd noises yes. while they're walking around doing I'm probably going to keep this part of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait till I turn on, like, the ice machine. Lex the ice machine bull. <laughs> oh, I like that. Write that down. I am writing that down. So we randomly have a bunch of Russian beer that we acquired from Russia. That no, not from Russia. We had a uh, what do you call that? White elephant. White Russian. We had a white elephant thing. Yankee family. That was that was yeah Yankee swap. So that was Russian themed, and um. I ended up with two different types of Russian beer. One's a stout and one's a lager. That sounds nice. Yeah, so the lager just kind of reminds me of Heineken. Um, but the stout is like it's a pretty strong coffee stout, both alcohol and taste. The stout drinks you. Yes. It, it also sounds like <laughs> so you're just true. describing Russians. <laughs> one, one was a lager right. and uh, his friend, he was, he was stout. Right. <laughs> Uh, holy shit. The, the, I think that's the ice monster <laughs> that's talking about. The ice machine has spoken. The best time to hunt for frogs is at night. The best season is during the spring and summer, which is usually mating season. Take along a flashlight. When you spot a likely specimen, use your flashlight, held securely in one hand, to dazzle the frog. With your free hand, pounce for the frog and grasp it by its hind legs, before it has a chance to recover from its momentary blindness. If you are frog hunting during the day, try attracting the frog's attention by moving your hand in front of it, then make a dash for it by the hind legs. You've got to hop, it, you've got to, hop to it if you want to play a game of leapfrog with the frog. Hello? 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 Is that you? I have definitely read that passage before, but she really kind of dazzles that up, doesn't she? It, that's what drew that's what first drew me to it is the several times she says the word dazzle she she almost um, ran her hand in front of our faces i think <laughs> yes and then um i appreciated the leapfrog with the frog line at the end of that with your free hand right R- right you dazzle the leapfrog with your free hand i think that's what it says something like that totally who are you
All right. I'm Ty. I'm Kyle. You are. And this is the Canadian Leprechaun Show. Welcome, folks. This is our, what is this, our fourth episode now? Yeah, of the reboot. Of the reboot. Um, we have another interview show scheduled for you cats and dogs. Um, we have a Mr. Lex Bull on today. Hi, Lex. How's it going, Lex? Good to be here. Thank you for having me. This is all very thank exciting. You. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to to chat with us for a little bit. This is a night show. This is the first time we've recorded at night, so it should be interesting. Ty and I are both uh, two beverages in, and Lex has just joined us. Uh, so this is all very <laughs> exciting. This could really get off the rails fast here. So yeah, yeah, you uh, guys, you guys didn't so much ask me as you just shined a flashlight in my face and made a <laughs> grab at my hind legs. Right there, it was. I see how we're already tying this together. And Lex, this is why we got you on, because you're very good at tying things together. So this is this is great. Hold on. I want to unpack this, though. So you said hind legs. So do you have front legs? I was I was mostly just quoting what uh, what the passage was. But no, I only have the two legs. That you know. That, that I know. Of. Okay. Yeah, I read a title of an article the other day that said the hu- humans have a third eyelid, but then I didn't I didn't go any further than the headline. Oh, Kyle, come on. Is it in your mind's eye? I would assume it was some weird meditative mindfulness crap, but <laughs> something mystical. Yeah. I I highly doubt that Charles Darwin figured out why we have a third eyelid, but here I'll look it up. Charles Darwin. Anyway, um uh, We've got Lex Bull here in the studio, the virtual studio, and uh, we're going to talk to him. We're going to ask him very similar questions to what we've asked our other guests. But again, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to this interview because I, I know uh, Lex can take things to uh, different places. Uh, so, Lex, uh, you graduated from Bradley with what de- degree? I got a Bachelor's of Science in Communications. Um specifically in advertising and i know that sounds weird like in communications who gets a bachelor's of science right it's usually a a bachelor of arts i'm impressed already yeah i mean i like to to switch it up no that's because uh i went into bradley as a civil engineer so kind of the opposite of what greg did where where greg went in as a communications major and then switched to engineering I did the opposite by going into engineering and then switching to communications. Um, and the fact that I got through my first full year as a, as an engineering major basically covered my entire like math and science credits for the entire like communications college. So oh, wow. yeah, I was, I was pretty fortunate where I like fortunate in the sense that I knocked them all out, but then I had to make up credits in other, other ways. So I took like, creative writing classes and like a sculpture class and a lot of music. So it was fun. Did you and Greg wave as you walked by each other from major to major? (laughs) Yeah. We actually just traded backpacks. It's like, this is yours now. Good (laughs) luck with it. (laughs) That was good. Um, So you took sculpture. Yeah. I took that as, I think as a senior. What was, what was your favorite thing you've ever sculpted? Well, so it was a it was a 300 level course and i had to get special permission from the teacher because i needed to go to sculpture 101 and this was a 300 level so he allowed me to um 
to join the class. He was awesome, actually. I, I think most of the art teachers were awesome from what I remember from friends and like Shannon um, telling us stories. But his name was Fisher Stoles, which is like only only a sculpting teacher could have a name like that. Right. So I think he was just yeah. happy to have another person because the class was smaller. So maybe like seven of us. And, you know, I was the only one not an art major, but it wasn't structured as like, okay, here's what we're making. It was kind of on you. So you had to present to him within like the first week ideas of what you wanted to make that semester. And then the rest of the semester was just you trying to accomplish that. So I only made one thing and it was this little metal horse sculpture type thing um, made out of like just different, almost like folded metal pieces that kind of came together um, that my parents actually have in their, in their house. But um, other than that, I tried to make a rock sculpture, um, but it never really amounted to anything. So it just turned into a pile of rocks. Yeah. It's, it's nice gravel now. I'm sure. (laughs) Somewhere. Are you sure that that wasn't the thing you took out of the studio at the edge? I, you know, I, I should post a picture of it. It might be. Wait, I was gonna say, was it made? Was it was it made out of aluminum cans and playing the guitar? <laughs> Coke bottle? No, this was actually stone. It was like a hunk of <laughs> rock that I tried to to make something out of, like Fifth Element stones, like like don't come back without the stones. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring up Fifth Element because I was just telling Liz this. We were discussing a we were discussing a Reddit topic. Um, she claims to have sent me the other day. I thought I read it organically, but it's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so basically the premise is if you had to pick a movie where you kept one actor and you had to replace the rest with Muppets, what movie <laughs> would that be and who would you keep? And so I was frustrated because I was reading the comments and nobody nobody had mentioned the fifth element. So mine for the fifth element would be you keep Gary Oldman as the bad guy. <laughs> And you replace everybody else with Muppets. So Bruce Willis gets replaced. Yes, okay. with with a Muppet. Okay. I, I don't know which Muppets because I'm not as educated on Muppets, but I just know you got to keep Gary Oldman. I don't have a high Muppet IQ either. So, <laughs> Wex, where are you at on Muppets? I, I don't really know a ton about them. That's probably a better question for Ryan. He's, um, I think he interned at the Jim Henson Company when he was like out in LA for one semester. So he's probably your go-to Muppet uh, professional. Well, he's got a Muppet minor. <laughs> that just sounds like he has a a child <laughs> Muppet in his basement somewhere. I mean, I don't know how he is. Like, <laughs> we got to get him on the show and ask him. I suppose he just needs to respond to me. That's all. It's not like he doesn't have the time. What are we all doing right now? Yeah, exactly. What is he doing? Like getting married or something? <sighs> Apparently, buying a house. I... Yeah. Painting his door? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How long does that take? It's a door. How many houses or how many does a house have? Two of them? This feels more like the know. original show right now. It does. It does. This there's a lot of clunkers coming along right now. Lex, so you had a Bachelor of Science in communications. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now? Um I my first job out of 
college was at the casino. Um, Bobby's mom actually got me a job working like customer service at the casino. So I've been in gaming ever since. Um, about, I don't know, three or so years ago um, when what we call route gaming got really big in Illinois, um, which is basically, you know, the video slot and poker machines in every bar, restaurant, uh, grocery store, truck stop. Um, I joined a company um, that provides those machines to, to our partner locations. So I've been doing that um, gaming ever really ever since graduating. Um, but then in addition to that, just uh, helping Mackenzie with her photography business. So um, when Mackenzie and I first started dating, um, she had asked me if like I was interested in helping her on a couple of shoots and basically put a camera in my hand. And ever since then, you know, six years later, uh, helping her out do photo video for weddings and, and really any event. So kind of a, a mashup of just like corporate world and nine to five jobs and, you know, evenings, weekends doing, doing photography. It's very interesting. So I just saw, I think I saw a post. Did you guys just put something out about like trying to streamline and making it easier for people to get a hold of vendors for weddings? So I think today Mackenzie had posted uh, a blog. I don't think she had written it, but at this company called forever um, is kind of like this hub for trying to match all the different vendors that you will need for your day. So that's not something we wrote or put together, but we share, okay. we share a lot of like, um, you know, business topical stuff that we think might benefit the, the couples that, that we work with. Sure. Sure. I, I just, you know, I saw it and I, I was just a little bit curious. So that's interesting. Yeah. We, I mean, we do a fair amount of writing our own stuff versus just sharing other, other people's work. But um, we had just written a blog about how to make yourself look better on video chats. Now that everything's on zoom or some sort of Google hangout or Facebook hangout or whatever. Um, so we had just written a blog about that. Interesting. Yeah. I saw that pop up. I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but I was interested. Yeah, I was as well because you know, I have students staring at me. So. Yeah. It's mostly, it's mostly just like put yourself in favorable lighting and, you know, it's like one of the things we talk about is, you know, like when you open your phone and it's accidentally on, you know, selfie camera mode and you're looking down at it, at your, at your screen. And it's just like the most unflattering image of yourself with, you know, a triple chin and my gobbler. Right. You, you, you look like an ogre. Right. Right. And if you just, you know, raise it up just as eye level or above eye level, it's like you're a completely different person. I mean, it's hmm. essentially the same thing with, you know, a laptop camera. If you're sitting above your laptop looking down at it, it's it's not as favorable when you're sitting maybe even eye level or below your, your camera. It's good to know because right now I've been using my, my son's high chair as my camera pedestal for my, my, my laptop camera. So uh, I guess I'll have to prop that up a little bit. Yeah. Depends how high the high chair is. Not high enough, Ty. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not sure any high chair is high enough, but we'll give it a shot. <laughs> Am I right? Okay. Um, I want to go back to the gaming portion of your career, yeah. Lex. Um, so have you, I guess, 
have you picked up any favorite like casino games since you started getting into the industry? Um, so casinos have a like a, a wider array of game types. I mean, we get the same machines and um, software from the manufacturers that provide the the games to casinos. Um, but each casino, and I guess my company's considered a, a, a terminal operator. That's what we call ourselves. So terminal operators get a slightly different game type um for the most part mm-hmm. i mean we get like there's like wonder woman and betty boop um got, there's like monopoly like all like the digital game kind of virtual games are are like leading the charge now like think of the, like the clientele like the the wonder woman's like the old wonder woman tv show and whatever that actress is i can't remember her name but like mm. she's the game. It's not like modern Wonder Woman. But there's so many. Yeah. Like there's Big Bang. There's an Ellen DeGeneres one. There's a Britney Spears one. So I mean, they're they're kind of all over the place. Um, mm. I'm personally a fan of like the Lucky Tree or the some variation on like a Lucky Tree where there's like coins that fall fall from it. Um, but I mean, honestly, for being in the industry, I don't really game all that often, other than if. You know, mm-hmm. I think the last time was on like a fraternity or uh, yeah, fraternity's um, bachelor party. Eric in Eric Couriers um, in Michigan, I think, was the last time we had gone. I've heard of him. Courier mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah. Linda Carter is Wonder Woman's name, by the way. Oh, Linda yes. Carter. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's interesting, though. So, hmm. I forgot where I was going with this tie. <laughs> I can't tell you, Holmes. You can't help me out right now? I just had a question. No. Um, how about, I, tell you what, how about we segue to the next question? Well, that seems, okay. Fine. Wait, no, what's, uh, well, what, what's like right. your go-to games if you ever go to a casino? Doesn't need oh, to be man. BGT, Mine, it could um, be a, a table game. No, for sure. Mine's roulette. That was a quick response. Uh, mine, <laughs> my, it's like we're ordering uh, dinner at a restaurant, and now I'm already up, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. Uh, uh, <laughs> we need another minute, please. Like you said, you'd be you you said you'd be ready, Kyle. <laughs> exactly. Um, here's the thing. So when I go out to Vegas with whoever I happen to be going out there with, I I am a avid watcher and spectator, and I thoroughly enjoy watching people either win or lose money. Like I have been out there a few times and I just thoroughly enjoy the just huge uproar of happiness when they win. But I also really enjoy watching people lose their budget within 24 hours. The life, the life. I don't really gamble. Well, yeah, that's the hard thing, right? Is like, it's not really our generational pastime i mean we grew up with video games in our hands right so the idea i think of burning hard-earned cash on on games is not really like where we're at but every now and again it's like i get a little you know itch and it's like all right i can i can afford to lose 40 dollars, and if that takes an hour it takes an hour if it takes you know two minutes it takes two minutes and then i'm i'm right there with you kyle i'm like what else can i do i'm gonna just walk around for a little bit you know 
I really enjoy the people watching there. I mean, I uh, I will go to a bar and actually buy a drink before I would gamble. And people make fun of me because of the amount of money I pay for a drink. But <laughs> I'm also not losing $40, like, in 20 minutes. So yeah, I, there's a trade-off. I, I, I remember in Vegas. So, that, so <clears throat> the last Vegas trip I had is the reason I, I got interested in roulette. Um, however, I also remember one night I wasn't gambling. And I went to the bar to just get club soda and ended up having to pay $3 for that club soda and being outraged. Like I wasn't expecting it because like club soda is just, it's soda water, right? Like it's, it's water with bubbles. Um, So I remember being pissed off about that, but um, going back to the roulette thing. Yeah. The last trip or no, I shouldn't say the last trip. The only trip Liz and I have taken out to Los Angeles we took like a day and a half, two day trip to Las Vegas in the middle of it. And so the one day where we ended up winning a lot of money, it wasn't at the roulette table, but that's where we had a lot of fun. And like, I think, I think I did okay. Like, I think I didn't lose any money there, but um, the big thing where we hit money was I played a wheel of fortune slot and won like $900 on the first or second poll. Isn't that awesome? And I remember, yeah. Yeah. So what we did is we took our, we took our budget that we had allocated for the Vegas trip. I think it was like $400. We said we'd be willing to lose gambling. So like we went and like stashed that in the safe upstairs. And we're like, okay, here's our $400 we can't touch. So then everything else kind of became our fun money for that yeah. trip. Yeah. Will of Fortune's uh, one of those games that's like really high risk, high reward. I mean, it's one of those where you can pull, you know, or you should, you could lose like 20 bucks in one spin and it's gone. Versus other games where it's like, okay, you, you know, pennies or nickel machines where it's like you win a little bit, it gives you a little bit, it takes a little bit, it gives you a little bit more. Oh, there's a bonus round, whatever. You know, there's that one type of game, but Wheel of Fortune is like the volatile, like you could watch, I don't know, a hundred people go ahead of you and lose their $20 in one spin. And then you walk up and you win that $900. So that's, that's the exciting part because you just never know, right? Mm-hmm. yeah right i'd have to say i've never I, we've been in a lot of like trips with you guys but i don't think i've ever been to vegas with you i think I, I never went for like i don't think i could make it for john's but i think you two would be a lot of fun to go to vegas with now because i feel like we're all we're kind of mellow but we're like we could still have fun i think like we'd go do shows like pick a show like a cirque du soleil show and then find like an that awesome what's that restaurant um heart attack grill um i've heard good things i don't know though i've never been in but it's in the old old downtown vegas um on fremont street where they weigh you when you go in like you and your party stand on this massive scale (laughs) and you weigh yourselves going in and you weigh yourselves going out that's yeah that's awesome it sounds like a challenge it's a good thing they don't do it person by person because then you're just like guilt tripping people. <laughs> yeah. No, that would it, it would be fun. Like, I I've got to say, like, it, I don't. What's your max amount of days in Vegas? It's it's got to be around four. Oh, okay. I mean, it, are we including like days to fly in and days to fly out? So, like, full days there. Oh, full days. Full days. I'd probably say. Yeah, I would say anywhere between three and four. Anything less, I feel like it's too short. You don't get to do enough stuff to make it feel worthwhile. But anything longer than four days, one is just 
incredibly expensive. And then two, it's also overwhelming. I think I would just be burnt out by all the, all the stimuli happening and I'd have to get out of there. Yeah. I get burnt out fast. I think I like three, three, I could probably do, but I actually, I know you said two is probably not enough to do everything, but two's enough for me because of all the people and all the lights. I, uh, I get overstimulated very easy. Yeah. Kyle. I did. <laughs> I'm sitting in the dark as we speak. <laughs> Just the soft glow of your computer on you. Yes. Yes. The soft glow. Um, Lex, <laughs> speaking of bedtime routines, do you do anything for yourself that like makes you feel better? Like either, I guess, bedtime or uh, waking up. Do you do anything that like you feel like makes you feel better or um, like improves your psyche for the day or anything like that? Are you doing anything special or is it just brush your teeth, go to bed and repeat? I mean, there's nothing really special or unusual. Um, I will say being, uh, you know, sheltering in place has made me make my own coffee more um, rather than just like running out to like a Starbucks. So I would say that that's a little bit more of a positive that like gets me going for the day. Um, there's a local um, coffee shop called Brew Point in, in downtown Elmhurst, and they make just phenomenal coffee. So my, like, the, the few times Ken's and I go out to support local business and try to, you know, do grocery shopping and all that, um, we try to stop there. So I've got some pretty good coffee from them. Um, and then a while back, I don't know why, uh, I, I found, like, this is going to sound like a, a, this doesn't make sense, but I promise it comes full circle. Um, I started like watching YouTube videos about contouring, like makeup contouring and how like amazing some of these people are that can like truly change the, the way their face is structured just by shadow and highlights and makeup and whatnot. Are these the people that make themselves look like skeletons? It's people who like, will put like um they'll put like i don't even know the right terminology but let's call it like darker shadowy type makeup to make it look like their their features are accentuated by like um I, again i don't even know what the term is but just like if you have a more round face you could put makeup on your cheeks to make it look like you have more chiseled cheekbones and then you could do the opposite by adding lighter makeup on top of that in certain areas to make that stand out. I mean, I encourage you just to like YouTube contouring tutorials because when they do a before and after, I mean, it's not like they're, they're completely changing who they are. It's not like those makeup artists that are like, I'm going to turn myself into the Grinch today. You know, it's not like that, but Although those people are also equally talented and impressive. Sounds, that sounds fun. Sounds like a wasted day. <laughs> that's like my makeup routine. Yeah, that's the one thing I do is like I make myself look less like a Grinch and as, as much as possible. <laughs> um, but so I was, I was YouTubing that for a while. And then I got like thinking about um, like skincare, right? And, and getting older and wrinkles. And I, you know, I've got little gray hairs in my beard and and hair and um 
I found this woman who had a, a little shop inside this like strip mall that Mackenzie's hairstylist also has a shop in and uh, actually like went and got a like natural um, like facial routine through this woman and, and kind of opened my eyes about just like skincare routine and like really what kind of toxins we put our, our face and body under every day. And most of it, I would not say most, but I'd say maybe 50% of it is just like food and the, the lack of nutrition that we get throughout the day really affects our skin. Um, and then the other half are like the products that we put on it. And even just like the normal uh, everyday stuff you buy off the shelf, like Dove or Old Spice or whatever, like just how much chemicals they put into their product and how it, it um, just like how we absorb that. Anyway, I sound like I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but um, I did, <laughs> I mean, I did buy like a, just like a, a special wash or whatever her wash was that she recommended. And um, I got to say, I don't know if it's doing anything, but I feel good using it. So it could be completely placebo. Um, so yeah, cult, cult following facial wash and uh, local coffee in the morning <laughs> is really uh, <laughs> what gets me through the day. Are those YouTube videos at night or in the morning? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was actually watching them at work um, when nice. when work was slow some weeks, you know. Uh, but, I mean, there's really no bad time to watch a, a contouring video on YouTube. It sounds like it'd be very you, you, relaxing. You have a point there. Um, Lex, so I have a question. I have a YouTube-related question. Do you have standard YouTube or do you have any type of premium YouTube? I tried the premium, like their free trial for a month, and it was awesome, right? Like, you know, I think one of the things is it can still play when you close your phone. Um, mm -hmm. And that was huge for me when I was listening to a lot of music, like driving to and from work. Um, and then mm -hmm. I decided to be a real person and just get like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Um yeah. But no, I, I do not subscribe to YouTube Premium. I don't think it's worth it. I mean, the, the closest I get to like any sort of streaming channel is like, you know, like YouTube can remember your Google account. Mm -hmm. So um, like if I've signed into like my, my Bradley email and then go to YouTube, it recognizes like certain playlists or they call it my mix. It, it remembers what you've uh, listened to recently. So that's that's kind of cool, but I'm not I'm not paying for it. I gotcha. No, I asked because um, I feel like standard YouTube with the commercials is getting fucking terrible. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I listened to it on my phone and I was, I was doing this puzzle and I'm still doing this puzzle because it's 2000 pieces. And I thought I was being cocky and go, Oh, I'll finish this in a week. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been three weeks and I've got like no progress on it. Um, but yes, okay, so like, I know this is probably going into some of the other questions, but I've been really listening to like AJR and John Bellion recently, and um, mm. it's, oh, Tori Michaels? Anyway. It, Sounds like a person. Yeah, she does a lot of covers, but she has some original stuff, and she's really, really good. Um, and they're a part of like my, my mix, quote unquote, my mix um, playlist, and every song after every song there are two ads so yeah. my phone is you know plugged in charging on you know some shelf 
you know, not far away, but, you know, annoying enough that after every song, I've got to walk over there and wait for the skip to show up and then go back to my puzzle. You know what? That's that's probably really the reason why I've not made any more progress on my puzzle is because <laughs> every two to three ads. minutes, yeah, I have to leave. I lose my place. Um, yeah, because I've been so I might have mentioned this on another show, but I've recently discovered lullabies, but like you know, of like modern, like rock or classic rock or, you know, pop, whatever. Um, so I've discovered that and it's really nice to play them on YouTube because there's like a million options to choose from. And it's nice when, you know, babies just out, out hanging, but literally after every song, you'll get an ad in the ad. Will, some of the ads will go two or three minutes if you don't hit the skip button. And it's like, Jesus, man, like this is ridiculous. Right. They know what they're doing, man. They're playing to your behavior. I, yeah, they, they're playing to something. Well, I think the, they like, they know that like we're all kind of sheltering in place, right? So they know you're not out and about. And I feel like all these companies need more airtime, I guess, if you call it that. So I feel like I, I've never I've never seen two ads in a row so frequently. Like every now and again, maybe like I don't know, two three months ago, you would get a double ad, but I mean. After every lullaby, I mean that's insane. Yeah, I think so. And I'm in advertising, so like I understand how annoying. <laughs> right, it is. right. This is what you got your degree in. Yeah. Do you have any uh, ridiculous college story? Oh that you, yes, that, that you feel comfortable sharing. <laughs> Caveat. Yeah, I mean, there's about. Uh, I mean, every every year there is at least. I don't know, 10, but, um, yeah, I mean, one, one that I found pretty funny was, um, I think I was a, I was a senior cause I was living in St. James with Kyle, um, and Ryan and one weekend just, you know, going downtown, walking main street and, um, was, was pretty drunk and they sent me home or they got me home, I should say, um, Kyle got me home and different Kyle. Yeah. Right. Kyle, Kyle Malinowski. And, uh, and then later in the evening, I don't know, like two, three in the morning, Kyle Malinowski is walking back from downtown up main street with like Eric Courier, a bunch of other people. Right. And he's telling them a story about how earlier that week, he had started hiking and found a local forest preserve in the Peoria area and how he was hiking and got lost. And you know how, when you make the trek up main street towards campus and you just kind of get up the, the hill and you turn left and there's that like church on the corner. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's a little, uh, there's a big tree there. Yeah, yeah. 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 The big tree next to the church. Crescent, I think is the name of the street. I could be wrong. on that. Yeah. Don't quote me. on. So, so he's telling these, these, this group how he was getting lost. So he's in the middle of the story. He goes, yeah, I was you know, hiking in the woods. I get lost. And I, I turn down one path and I see Lex. And they go, you saw Lex in this forest preserve? And they go, no, Lex is like sitting next to this church. So they all turn and look. And apparently um, like I'm sitting on the sidewalk with my back against like the steps of this church and I'm like waving at, at them saying, you know, hello, how, how's it going? <laughs> and I am covered head to toe in grass stains and like, I'm wet. I'm wet for some reason. Like I'm damp. <laughs> and Kyle goes, how did you get out of the apartment? 
And I was like, I have no idea. Like, I'm still kind of drunk. And he goes, I locked you in there, right? So not that he could lock me in, you know, permanently, but I had, I must have found a way out. I must have unlocked myself and decided I wanted to meet them back downtown. Um, and you know how, like, when people tell you stories and, like, you don't remember, but as they're, like, saying certain things, um, it, like, kind of triggers memories for you? Yeah. Yeah. When they when they mentioned like why I was wet and covered in grass stains, it kind of clicked, and I kind of half remembered that there was like houses that like one over from Main Street, they have like instead of fences, they have like hedges or bushes that separate the yards, and I half remember <laughs> sprinting and hurtling some of these uh, bushes. Apparently not right. well. I, I was going to say again, it, covered in grass it, it's more of an attempt to at hurdle than an actual hurdle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was no quit in me that night. So uh, yeah. Um, so I, I guess I could say I don't really remember that night, but that was definitely a, a funny story um, I was told about later. That's, that's a good one. That's yeah. good. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Oh man. There, I, I'll yeah. tell another one. All right, um, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm prompted. I like So, uh, you know, Nick Fody, who is, you know, practically uh, an honorary Lambda Kai, but not really. Um, Correct. Uh, freshman year would just like, if anybody who knows Nick knows that he's just so genuine and nice and just, you know, up up for anything. And, and freshman year, I remember being on the quad and he just like turned to us and been like, and was like, do you want to guys, do you guys want to do handstands in the quad? And we're like, what? And it was just like a a Nick thing to say, right. Of just challenging us to do handstands. And of course we did. Um, Flash forward to like a couple weeks later, I'm sure we were going to some party. And as we were crossing the quad, Adam wanted to do handstands on the Olin quad bench. And that was that bench that was like not level. And it also had no back. It was like the four or five Brown wooden planks. And I remember like, I want to say it was Greg, Adam and I all tried to do handstands on this thing and was not prepared for the uh, unevenness of the bench. And we all, and, and, and mind you, this bench is next to a sidewalk. We all tried to do a handstand and then immediately backflopped oh. flat on the sidewalk. <laughs> um, and I think that was probably the last few times we last tried few doing times. handstands in the quad. <laughs> yeah. I like that. We gave it one more go after that, but after that, that was that was the last one. That was the last one. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we, we we called it. Man, you would you would think benches next to like where they teach physics would be a little more level. Or an engineering school with sidewalks <laughs> within the flood. I don't know. Let's, let's maybe you should have stayed in there. You, yeah, I don't you think you could have unflooded the problem. sidewalks. <laughs> Guys, have we tried the handstand method on this <laughs> manhole? If we jostle it enough, maybe the water will Where's your manhole? <laughs> Lex, so you're going to dinner at Applebee's. We'll get off that subject here. <laughs> You're going to dinner at Applebee's. What shoes are you wearing? I'm currently or back at school. 
No, like like you're going to Applebee's right now. Um, like if you, if you could, which you can't, but if you could, what shoes would you wear to Applebee's? Yeah, I mean Applebee's to go is probably still open, so I'd probably um I'd go. I'm I'm a huge fan of Vans Vans shoes. Heard of them? Um, they seat eight, <laughs> and they have stow and go storage. Yeah, they seat actually five, five toes. Kyle, come on. Um, <laughs> no, but go on. <laughs> toe and go storage. Um, anyway, I don't. Gosh, Thank you. This is like the old show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I got onto Vans because uh, I was wearing a lot of Tom shoes. Um, he owns Tom. Yeah, exactly. He owns, yeah, yeah I stole them from him. He, he doesn't, doesn't know two, Just one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they, I don't know if you've ever worn a brand like that, but I just, I felt like for the price, they would wear out very easily, like within three to four months. Um, but I like, you, you like the premise, right? I mean, it's a, it was the, I think one of the original one for ones, you know, buy a pair oh, of shoes, yeah, they send yeah. a pair of shoes type thing. Yeah. 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 yeah so like you want to support that and, and, and whatnot, but I mean, after a while, some of their more fun, creative designs were upwards of like, you know, 80, $90 and to literally wear them into the ground after three or four months, um, was just, yeah. It was frustrating. So um, I, I joined the Vans bandwagon, and van I wagon. love Vans shoes. I mean, the Van wagon. Nice. When I think of those shoes, I kind of think of, like, skater shoes. Oh, okay. oh they definitely right. are. That's how they started. They're like airwalks, but not. Yeah, I actually what, don't know what, what airwalks are. Airwalks? I, th- I think they're a they're character like in Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> Dang it, Ty! Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll post airwalks to our page. Lex, what would we find in your refrigerator? Um, I ha- like right now. Like I have a lot of like taco stuff or burrito stuff. Um, that's like a. I I'm not the best chef, so anything like more complicated than that, I I get anxious and I mess it up. So. Um, like easy. Lex, I think, I think you and I really have that in common. It's we're just uh, Kent and I are just <laughs> bad, and we don't At like cooking, right? We don't mean to be, but okay. yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, cool. we're not like right. robbing just people for clarification. Weekends, for so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we tried to bake years ago blueberry muffins. And we forgot, like, <laughs> like the blueberry part of it and, like, the flour part of it. It was just, like, just very dense, buttons? like, like pr- pretty much. Yeah, an oat, like, wafer if, or oat hockey oat puck, wafer. if you would, if you will. Um, so we're, we're actually trying to get better, right? So we um, – this past year was the first year we were, like, at the – chop challenge i think with that bobby and jen do and luckily uh 
Kyle, were you on my team with Jen? You and I, you and I were on the same team with Jen, so we really couldn't mess up. Yeah, so like, and she, Anna was good. Too. It, it, she, yeah, Anna's good, but Jen, like, she, her brain just works, like for for like recipes, right? You yes. know, part of the challenge is like you you get these you get these ingredients gifted to you that you have to make something out of, and one of the things we got was like a frozen, like dinner that had like chicken and gravy and corn and I think green beans and Jen was like okay like what do you think we should make and I was like oh I think we could make like this this like chicken gravy meal but like have a side of like green beans and corn and she was like you just want to make more of what is already in this frozen meal and I was like yeah like (laughs) let's just expand upon it by just doing more of that and it's like that that's not how it's supposed to happen right it's not that's not a good response not a good answer and she was like why don't we make a pizza out of it and she somehow constructed this like recipe for like pizza out of these these just random ingredients right Mm -hmm. so um we had reached out to her a couple weeks ago um asking if she would help us like make something while we're in quarantine so um Last Saturday, we FaceTimed her and made um, gnocchi with made from a, a butternut squash. <laughs> no, um, don't like do said it right. What? Part of the reason I made that joke last time is because Bobby said it weird. Yeah, he oh, said yonky, yonky? Which sounds like donkey. Gnocchi sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Bobby tell the story last week? He, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys could have, like, stopped me three hours ago. Right. No, I kind of, really like, your aspect is better because you're saying Noki, Yoki correctly. Yes. Um, Continue. So, so I guess I just out of myself is not <laughs> listening right. to you're, Bobby's You're fixing um, to get to it. Recording, but. <laughs> Honestly, I was. I listened to Greg's, which is great, and your first one, which is also great. Um, but, uh Anyway, so, like, this butternut squash, right? Like, we made it. It was awesome. Um, We bought two butternut squashes um, that yielded, like, enough dough to, you know, to feed an entire army. So, if you would look, we're actually whittling it down, but we've got a lot of um, (laughs) neonky in the fridge. Can can you freeze that once you make it? Like, if you make it from scratch like that? Yeah, yeah, that was actually one of the recommendations Jen gave was to continue rolling and mm-hmm. cutting um, the dough. And then once you've got your pieces, you don't have to fry them up right away or, or boil them. You can put them in a Ziploc, hey, put them in the freezer, and, and you're set. Um. <laughs> Lex, what beer are you drinking? So I actually ran out of beer. Um, I had bought a <laughs> case of that a boy. Like, Miller like when we first got the news, we were thinking about, you know, working from home and sheltering in place. And I just finished that, uh, uh, I think last week. Um, but I've been drinking, drinking a lot of gin drinks. So currently I'm drinking, um, gin, vermouth, um, a little dash of like lemon juice. And then I topped it off with the pomegranate juice with blueberry. Do you remember the blueberry in the drink? The man, the man's got perfect. Correct. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. 
Because that, that sounds like a good drink. Like, you can put together a drink okay. It's not bad. Plus, like, you know, the, the pomegranate juice really helps on the healthy side of things while I kill hey, the rest of my body. Any the accidents gin side of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dignified. Speaking of, like, taking care of yourself, Lex, what are your thoughts on exercise? Uh, love it. I should do it. Um, I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I really should. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, like, when you're busy, you want to and you never have the time. And then right now, I have the time and I'm like, well, I'm really busy as I try and right. finish this puzzle that I'm not finishing. <laughs> um, you can blame but your lack of exercise on YouTube my... as well. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's probably the most <laughs> exercise I get walking back and forth between skipping the ads and doing the puzzle. Um, but I like I never really lifted weights in high school. I got into that like well after that, probably, you know, a couple of years ago, I got more serious about lifting weights. I was mostly just a runner and and cardio person. Um, but my brain is too fast for what like my body is able to do now. So like, I still have the mentality of like, when I was in track, I could run a mile in, you know, however fast and I'm nowhere near that. And, uh, I tend to push myself too hard too soon. So like after maybe two weeks, my body will just like shut down because I'm doing like three a days and I have no business doing three a days. Yeah, yeah, you got to slow it down there. So am I hearing you say if if you did exercise, would you be lifting? Would you be running? What would you I be would, doing? I guess especially in this situation, what would you be doing? In this situation, honestly, I like the um like the hit training stuff um or I I mean if I had, I maybe should look into the subscription for like beach body cuz I know like the insanity stuff. Um I think Jake Trojan actually burned me copies of the insanity um, DV. That sounds like him. Yeah, like because we were. I, I want to say the first summer, or maybe the second summer, I was on work crew. Like there was a group of us that would go to the gym and try to do that when you could like hook into some TV in one of the workout rooms. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You yeah, that. so I would probably do maybe not that intense for like insanity, but like something like that where I can. It's a little bit of cardio, but you know, there's still like push-ups and and things involved, and I've got like you know like a couple free weights that I can use, but yeah. So probably I was talking about the beach body thing last sure. week. Sounds interesting. It sounds like you can kind of customize it to what you want to do, which is good. Yeah. He has like the full subscription, I think. And there's just so many programs they have out there. I feel like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid <laughs> for beach body too, but I'm not even using it, but like they've got like yoga ones and, like low impact kind of hit training sort of thing. So, I mean, there's definitely a wide variety of things that could probably ease myself back into workout shape. Very good. Interesting. Lex, we're at to the point now where we've got like seven questions left. Um, this one, this one I really like things people from college would be surprised to know about you now. Yeah, I was thinking about this one earlier, and I don't know if there's anything that's super surprising. I mean, 
I, I guess the most surprising is probably the most like like domesticated stuff. Like I, I'm sure there's some people out there that are probably um, <laughs> confused on how I got married at some point um, that like we, we just bought a house. Like I, I'm sure there's people out there like, no way, you know, he's not face down in a gutter somewhere, you know, or he's not, you know, drenched somehow and covered in grass, grass stains <laughs> leaning next to a church right now. There's no way already been there yeah. done that so yeah right? probably getting married and and uh and bought a house actually you know oh, man uh in in february how how you guys like in home and home ownership how's, how's the house it's not bad honestly we um i think we lucked out with our purchase and with everything going on right now i mean having having the space for a house and being you know, kind of on lockdown is much nicer than our, our one bedroom apartment. I think, I think I would go insane if, you know, I was cooped up in a, in a one bedroom. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. I just, it's... you know, indefinitely in staying inside for, for how long, you know, however long is, would be very frustrating. Yeah, if for I sure. just like that makes sense. breathe, you know. Um, do you guys have like work you're doing to it or do you buy a pretty much move in ready or what's the dealio? So it was move in ready. So the we found out that the people who flipped the house were also uh, realtors. So they did a really good job of like cleaning it up, repainting, um, fairly newer appliances um, because they had bought it from auction and we had seen some before photos that were like, I mean, I, you don't want to like make fun of somebody's you know choices in their house, but every wall was a different shade of like some sort of like hot color. So like the kitchen was like hot pink and the living room was like, I don't know, neon blue. And then the bedrooms were like green. So it was just all over the place. Um, So we lucked out with a filter group that, you know, flipped everything for us, made it look a little bit more modern and just nicer. And, and really the only big purchase we had to make, moving in um we're like washer and dryer so nice. we lucked out very nice who else from bradley should we interview well i was thinking like you said ryan already was like on your list but he hasn't returned your calls right well he's he said <laughs> okay. let me get back he's still um, getting back to us ryan <laughs> Paint that door. Right. Uh, he needs another coat, Ryan. Come on. Um, I don't know. Have you reached out to any of the girls like like Shannon Knobloch, or I should say Shannon Leach, or um, like Margaret Tracy, or we have not, but we can add them to the list. Uh, do you know anything about either one? Like what um, well, Shannon's in like Kentucky with her husband and daughter. I th- she switched um, from art. She was like teaching art to, um, I, I think, special needs children. And then I think that led her to go back to school for nursing. So I think she's in nursing school right now. Yeah. And her husband works at like I mean, a like foundry where like they like make molten stuff. lead or yeah steel aluminum something like that yeah (laughs) magma interesting (laughs) 
okay, well, we'll add them to the list and we'll see what we can do. Um, any shameless plugs for your uh, job business self? I mean, always a shameless plug for Mackenzie made her photo and video. I mean, I like to believe that her work, I, I don't even want to say our work because it's really not mostly me. Um, but, you know, my wife does amazing photography. Um, she graciously allows me to, to try and help. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like the there. <laughs> well, we did Kyle and Raul's wedding. You know, I kept saying I was the, the second photographer and Bobby kept screaming through <laughs> the assistant to the photographer. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm the assistant to the photographer, but, um, her Mackenzie's brother also went to NIU, uh, for graphic design and he does a lot of our video for us as well. So we're actually kind of like this little family team that, that does pretty much anything you want, you know, family shoot, baby shoot, weddings, engagement, you know, she, uh, was in the corporate world for a long time doing like food photography for a, a pretty large food company. And, um, you know, she's just, she, she could just, blah, blah. She could just do it all. And, um, so yeah, hire us, hire us for your photography and videography needs. We'll have to share a link to our page. Yeah. I'll send that to you. That'd be fantastic. Okay. Um, Ty, do you have anything probably. that you definitely want to be asked? Let's see. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, what are three songs that you would like to be included on the Canadian Leprechaun Spotify playlist? Um, oh, goodness. Hold on. Oh, pressure. I just I listen to so much stuff, though. Like, it's just all over the place. So I can't really, like... Well, okay, so works. Good Things Fall Apart by Elenium and John Bellion. <laughs> Bless you? <laughs> uh, I heard Good Things <laughs> Fall Apart by something that... Elenium? I-L-L-E-N-I-U-M. And then John okay. Bellion. Or... Yeah, the bean, the bean at Millennium Park. Got it. Yep. Okay. And uh, what, what genre is that? I don't... I don't know. I don't. I, what do you classify, like, John? Bell? I don't know, man. Like, this is getting a little too existential for me. Would <laughs> would 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 inner Earth lizard people listen to it, or would people that live on the moon? Definitely to it? inner Earth uh, lizard people. So you no, in no, I, I don't no. believe in that. Okay, <laughs> that's a leading question. <laughs> I've I've been watching a lot of How to Get Away with Murder, so I'm pretty well Lizard versed people. In, in being a lawyer right now. So, uh, yeah. But um, out of out of the what's more believable, I mean, it's hard to fight against what you actually think is like real. So, I mean, I'll just go out there and say I know we land out of the moon, so I don't feel like that's can't be not believable. How many double negatives was that? Um, so out of all the things I'd say, it's most likely that inner earth people are right. Compared to the moon landing. Okay. So you heard it here first. Uh, Lex believes in lizard people that live inside the world and they come right. out of a hole. But only one uh, hole. They all George come out of Bush one hole. Lizard. So. One hole. 
I think so. I mean, it makes no sense. It's in Antarctica, isn't it? I don't know. Have you ever watched Kong Skull Island, that Hollow Earth theory? I mean, it's pretty compelling stuff. Well, I think this is kind of correlated, right. isn't it? Actually, hold on. Hold on. Speaking of Antarctica, we'll have to look this we never up. asked the I, favorite I, I dessert like in desert question. Oh, yeah. We didn't. Well, that one didn't make it on here. So, Lex, Lex what's your, first, what's your favorite dessert? Uh, chocolate ice cream. Boring. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, what do you have like a favorite? Well, like, yeah. So company? like Jenny's is a pretty big Chicago brand uh, ice cream shop and they have one called the darkest chocolate and it's made with, you know, like oh, cacao, 80% cacao beans. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Okay. Okay. I can get behind that. So to follow that question up, what's your favorite desert? <laughs> We just dropped the S, you see. <laughs> what are you, like a 1930s gangster? Ah, yes. see? see? We dropped the S, see? Um, yes, see? You're avoiding I don't, the question. I don't know that many deserts. Out of the I ones mean, you know. Well, what's your favorite one? <laughs> uh, what he's trying to say because is that already? Because, no, I think it's Is that the largest one? There's an Antarctic uh, desert that has a... The Sahara. Yeah. But the Sahara might be the second biggest one. Sahara, yes. The Niyankees. Wait, how... This could really be an interesting children's book, I think. (laughs) Teaching them how to pronounce things completely wrong? No, just like a weird fantasy world where there's nonkeys living in the Sahara with a... Niyanki the donkey. You know... With the lizards and stuff. It could be. Maybe a pop-up book. That, that could be a book. The, the Sahara Desert is located on Ooh, the African Keyword, hot desert. It is the largest hot desert in the world. Yes. So. But I thought... But largest I thought... Cold the, yeah, desert. I thought the desert... Was like a certain yeah. It so like classification, I believe right? You a know, desert like is a desert is not a... the amount of precipitation. Yep. So it's super cold in the Antarctic. Yes, but you don't necessarily get a lot of precipitation. Ah, right. As opposed to a dry heat, it's a dry cold, Lex. <laughs> So there you go. Should the be. more you know. We'll, this should be the we'll more you know that. section. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I Ty, think do you you're have right. Else no, here, I Lex, like I don't think we have anything else. So thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, I feel like we got to catch up, learn some new stuff about you, relive some old stuff. So really, we appreciate it. And yeah, thanks, man. All right. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody. I'm Ty. And this has been the Canadian Leprechaun Show. See you next time. I'm Kyle. And scene. (laughs) 